is designed to make your life easier. In fact, one client said about one of my people, I wish there was a way to nominate you for being the best employee I have ever dealt with in any industry. Are you feeling lost and alone when it comes to insurance and employee benefits? You don't need to be. Call us 467-8738 and let us know how we can help you. I'm Guy, the insurance guy, and what we do is simple. We make health insurance easier. Technologies Incorporated can save your company time and money. How? They'll create a custom solution for your company's need. Organizational? Yes. Manufacturing? Absolutely. Employment? You bet. They can help you find new team members or launch and manage a startup. They'll help train and build your team. Human Technologies Incorporated is ready to hit the ground running for you. Let HTI bring the solutions to your problems. Visit any of our upstate offices in Seneca, Malden, Anderson, and Spartanburg or log on to htijobs.com. Roy Philpott on WCCP 105.5 The Roar. That's just a good, uh, just as good as a, a of a rejoin right there. That's Soundgarden Spoon Man. Uh-huh. You listen to Soundgarden at all? See, you've been in uh, you've been in Seattle too much. <laughs> Is Soundgarden a Seattle band? Uh, I mean, it's got that grunge rock. Yeah. I mean, it probably is. If it's not, it should be. I'm just thinking about Chris Cornell, lead singer. Pretty sure he's from Seattle and was part of that Pearl Jam, Starbucks, Nirvana. grunge rock, Nirvana. Yeah. yeah, a little Nirvana. Nirvana. Same little, thing. They call it Nirvana or Nirvana. Yeah, either one. Either one. Updated news coming up on Sam Ponder and how ESPN is covering the NFL in the next couple of years. We'll tell you about that. In this hour, more of your phone calls as well. 654-ROAR. Text line confirms, as we expected, Soundgarden is from Seattle. The Seattle rock scene's solid. Still solid. I got no beef with that. That's still solid. Chris Cornell, I don't even know what he's doing. I mean, that guy, you just hear his voice, and you're just like, God almighty, that's good. That's good stuff. He does good work. I've always been neutral on the whole Seattle band. Really? I don't, sometimes I like it, but it's probably not my first go-to in uh you know on the old ipod what, what's your first go-to on the old ipod it depends on what i don't I'm even doing. have an ipod i just have an iphone well that's what i mean all right uh it, it depends on what i'm doing just come clean i just want to hear uh right now the workout stuff has been more the rap you know the rap that the kids listen to bad and bougie I don't know what you can you say that on here. I don't know what that means. I don't I'd know. Say, I, I'm I'm scared to play rap music out loud because <laughs> I'm just out of touch. So, so you're say. going more with the uh, the hip hop scene is what you're telling me. If you're working out, running a marathon, yeah. doing that thing, yeah, more more that. Um, sometimes yeah, I have I have country playlist. I have rap playlist. I don't I have, have any a country little bit playlist. of everything. Right. I do have a playlist, and it goes from Sinatra to Snoop. To level forty-two, you know, to a couple other bands like Soundgarden, Michael Jackson. You know, I mean, it's yeah. I, I do. I, I enjoy the randomness sometimes uh, of different genres of music. Me, me too. Okay. I, I sometimes I just hit, I just hit shuffle and all twenty-one hundred songs. You know, except I do have some Christmas music on. That's kind of weird in July when you're mowing the yard. Weird. That's and happened to me. Winter too. Wonderland <laughs> comes on. I also have this thing that occurs on my iPhone where I know I have downloaded a song before and it completely disappears yes. from my purchase list. And I don't know what to do about it. It's like this ongoing thing where I think Apple and iTunes nickel and dime you to death. And they say, you know what? We're just going to take away two songs from any person that's downloaded more than a thousand <laughs> songs. And then that way we recoup this extra cash and we all make more money in the end. I know they do that. I know they do it. I don't understand where those songs go. I've downloaded, I think, a certain song like three different times in the last decade. And I'm going to have to do it again in like another year or two. It drives me crazy when that happens. I'm like, where's this song? It's not here. I know I've downloaded it, Apple. Why did you take it from me? Why do I have to pay another $1.29 to do it all over again? Shame on you, you thieves. Thieves. It's very annoying. Upset pick tonight. Can I give you the upset pick? Yes. And then I was going to tell you one thing about the College Football Hall of Fame. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good, good, good. You want to do that first? I think West Virginia beats Gonzaga tonight. And it's Gonzaga, it's not Gonzaga. Don't call it Gonzaga. That's not correct. It's Gonzaga. Tomato, tomato. We'll accept both here on the show. West Virginia plus the three tonight. I don't think they need the three. I think they win it outright. 
I like West Virginia over the Zags. Um, Gonzaga fans do not like me. This this has nothing to do with that at all. I like how West Virginia is playing right now, and I think it's going to be a difficult matchup for Mark Few, and I don't trust Gonzaga to get to the Final Four. Really, really good. Capable of winning a national championship. This is not a good matchup, in my opinion, against Press Virginia. I think Bobby Huggins came to, pl- came to play, came to ball in this tournament. And, and so, Javon Carter, West Virginia, let's go Mountaineers. Outright tonight with the upset. You don't need the three points. Outright, West Virginia over Gonzaga. There are two teams I really missed on in the brackets. One was West Virginia. The other one was Butler. Still don't think Butler's a great team. I don't either. They're still playing, so I'll, gonna, sh- I'll shut my mouth. Butler's going to get torched by UNC tomorrow. Probably so. Boy, that bracket. You know what? UNC, Butler, Kansas, Kentucky. Right. Good grief. I, I'm going to give you this right now. North Carolina covers the seven tomorrow night against Butler, and South Carolina covers the three and a half against Baylor. And, and like the upset pick I'm giving you today, we're not on tomorrow because of Clemson baseball. Three picks I'm going to give you right now. North Carolina minus a seven over Butler. Tonight, West Virginia outright over Gonzaga. Tomorrow night, South Carolina outright over Baylor as a a three-and-a-half-point dog. And that spread's moving uh, the opposite direction. They've got Baylor minus three-and-a-half. It opened up at Baylor minus three. I I like South Carolina to win that game outright as a a three-and-a-half-point dog to get to the Elite Eight. I agree with that one. I agree with North Carolina, Butler. I just don't – I have a – I'm trying to make myself trust West Virginia – and I, I just struggle to. I, I'm not sur- not going to be surprised if what you say happens. They've looked really impressive. Um, but Gonzaga kind of has this destiny feel to them, and and I didn't. I had them. Really? I had them losing last weekend. <laughs> but yeah, they're them boys good. <laughs> them boys good out there in Spokane. <laughs> Our, our GM at the at our Myrtle Beach stations looks just like Mark Few. Really, just like him. Okay. Side note: If anybody ever, if you're ever in Myrtle Beach and you see somebody looks like Mark Few, he probably works at uh, 94.5 The Tide. I'm going to be in Myrtle Beach Sunday. As if, in fact, I, I'll go down there and visit them. I'm going to be there Sunday, Monday, and uh, Tuesday morning. I'll be down in Myrtle Beach. That's exactly what I'm going to do. We'll see if those picks come to fruition. Not only are tomorrow because of Clemson baseball. Uh, write those down, and then you can yell at me on Twitter if they don't come to fruition. But I, I, I really like the one tonight, West Virginia over Gonzaga. I think Walt told me he has Gonzaga winning it all. I think he's got mm-hmm. the Zags winning it all. I've got North Carolina winning it all. Who'd you have? Who'd you pick in your bracket? Uh, I had North Carolina as well. All right. I probably feel better about Gonzaga <laughs> if they can get by West Virginia. Really? I don't know, man. Kansas playing really well. I don't think Kentucky makes it. Um, Kentucky's not going to make it. No. No, they're not going to make it. Kansas, though, looks good. Not, I mean, I'm not going to, I don't know. Very few, I mean, 10 of those, 10 of the remaining teams wouldn't surprise me if they, if they won it. Xavier's not going to win it. Butler's not going to win it. Michigan's not going to win it. I I don't think. Man, I don't know about that. Michigan's a team of destiny. You were talking about a team of destiny? I mean, the whole team almost perishes in a plane crash. They haven't lost a game since. And they're storming through the dance as, what, a seven seed? Storm through the Big Ten tournament? Nobody saw that coming? They've already upset two seed Louisville? On the text line, 986-1566. Roy, how many of those block folks are Gonzaga fans? Is there a Gonzaga fan I can tweet? Let them know you pick West Virginia. I need Twitter handles. Uh, there's an <laughs> ongoing feud, basically, because I made a couple of offhanded comments surrounding Gonzaga about two months ago in a Pac-12 broadcast. And I got completely torched on Twitter. Did you really? I got completely... I didn't tell oh, you the tell story. tell me more. I didn't tell you the story. Yeah, oh, tell the, me more. I think this was Zach. I think Zach was in here. It, just real quickly, uh, before we get to the news on Sam Ponder, real quickly, we were doing a Washington-Colorado game. And uh, it went into overtime. It was the Pac-12 after dark. I mean, this is like 1 o'clock in the morning Eastern by the time the game was done. And I was working with Brad Darty, and I just asked him, you know, very casually his thoughts on a couple of teams. We were looking way ahead of the tournament. And I said, what are your thoughts on Gonzaga? And he said, you know, I think they have the ability to go all the way this year. And at that point in time, they were undefeated. And so I think my question was, can they win the national championship and also be the first team that goes undefeated to do so since 76 in Indiana? And he said, absolutely, I think so. Absolutely. 
And I said, well, my only concern would be their schedule. And when I said that, I was thinking more along the lines of their conference schedule where they only play St. Mary's and everybody else in the West Coast Conference stinks. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't taking into account their non-conference slate, which was really difficult. Wins against Arizona, uh, Tennessee. Uh, they were in a tournament that I called down in Orlando, which they won. I, I think they beat Miami and crushed Stanford. And so because I just question the nature of the schedule strength of Gonzaga. It was like somebody posted what I said on a Gonzaga message board. <laughs> and in a span of like 15 minutes, every Gonzaga fan on Twitter just ripped me to shreds. I mean, completely ripped me to shreds because I was talking about the conference schedule and not the non-conference schedule. And they didn't like that. They didn't like me disrespecting what Gonzaga was all about this year. And so it was a personal attack of legendary proportions that went down like in early February, I, I think it was, just because of a simple question I asked Brad. That was it. Oh, that just yeah. warms my heart. <laughs> have you gotten a handwritten note at home yet? I have not, but that occurred one time last year. <laughs> That'll freak you out. <laughs> yes, that occurred one time last year. Uh, and, and it was just over something silly, too. I forget what it was. It was about how I called an assist or something. They didn't like the vernacular I used there. But, yeah, that kind of stuff happens. Anyways, Gonzaga fans don't like me. I do not have any Twitter uh, handles that I'm going to give you, though. Uh, Tristan in Wilson, North Carolina. I appreciate you remembering, however. Uh, good for you. Uh, good for you. But I do Back like to our them. conversation about blocking people. I, did, I didn't block any of them. I, to, I mean, it was all like, you know, I, I got it. I understood. They felt disrespected. And I guess just because I asked the question, there was a little, little bit of disrespect involved there. But, I, you know, I, we randomly brought up Gonzaga. I know what league they're in. I know they don't play anybody in that league outside of St. Mary's, which they crush more times than not this year. And, uh, you know, I just – I didn't have their non-conference schedule right in front of me, so I wasn't thinking about it when I said it. So you know what that means, don't you? What's that? You're calling a Zag game <laughs> next year at home. Right. And it's going to be like uh, – who was it that called him Brad Brownlee? Uh, who Mike was Patrick. Mike, is Your it, boy. Like Mike, Mike Patrick coming home again. Oh, my God. You're the Mike. You are the freaking Mike Patrick of Gonzaga basketball. Spokane, Washington, baby. Yeah, that's exactly right. No, I don't. That's know. what happened to your grunge music. <laughs> See, I tune's like, yeah, he doesn't deserve that. That's right. We're going to strip that one from the old playlist. <laughs> He's going to have to pay another dollar twenty nine to get that one back. <laughs> that's so annoying when that happens. I, I know that happens to everybody. I know Apple is the brains behind all of that occurring. And, and they, you know, it's like they're skimming money off the top. They just get extra cash every time they, oh, we're going to delete this from his playlist. He's not going to know. From his purchase playlist. They don't do that. They do do that. Well, why does it disappear? Why does the song disappear? Do you have Apple Music? Do you, do you subscribe to that? I subscribed to, to that at one point, okay. and then I quit doing it. Because I th perhaps you thought you downloaded a song, because I've done this before, really, Thought I downloaded it when really I was just listening to it on Apple Music because before I download one, I'll search to see if I have it. And if you're not careful, you're listening to it in Apple Music and you think it's on your phone. You're really not. That's what happened to you, Roy. Shut your face. It's not what happened. I'm very aware of the difference between Apple Music and songs that I've personally downloaded and had in my playlist for decades, it seems like. And that's not what went down. 654-7627 if you want to talk with us. 654-ROAR, an update on Sam Ponder and her new role with ESPN. Thank you people care about it because you've enjoyed watching her on College Game Day, it seems like. Get to that coming up here in just a minute. Let's get back to our Northland Communication phone lines. Uh, Scott in Greenville joins us. Hey, Scott. RP, how you doing, buddy? I am well. I hope you are. Yeah, man. Trying to make America great. Uh I'm not going to wait till Thursday to rip you, man. I'm going to get you right now. Is that okay? Good. Let's do it. I just don't – I don't see North Carolina blowing out Butler or winning big against Butler. Butler brings the same presence that Arkansas brought uh, to the table with that inside presence that North Carolina has struggled with all year long. And when you have to play a tough physical team, North Carolina struggled with that. Uh, just kind of want to gauge your thoughts on that. And then uh, – Roy, I got Arizona winning it all. Arizona. Why is that? Well, you know, I can't pick North Carolina in anything. <laughs> uh, and um, I don't like Kansas' coach. So, 
when just looking at all this practice out there, just kind of felt like that. You know, I don't know. Just the way the team's played out, Roy. Um, I'm not saying that that's who I want to win it, you know, because I'm all about the upsets, and I'd love to see West Virginia beat Gonzaga. Yeah. Uh, I'd, I'd love to see these number one seeds go down. Mm-hmm. I wish they would change the way they even do the tournament with these play-in games. I think the I think the play-in games ought to be the last teams in. It ought to be 16 seeds going, and you would just change the face of the tournament, and you'd get these 16 seeds upsetting the one. Mm-hmm. You know, but I don't know, Roy. It's thankful. I'm glad to hear that Coach K has suspended Grayson Allen for the rest of the tournament. <laughs> and uh, it ought to be fun to watch from here on out. You have a good day, Roy. Thank you, Scott. Uh, on the bigs against UNC, I, I would disagree. I mean, Kennedy Meeks, Isaiah Hicks, Tony Bradley. I mean, they all say hello. I, I I don't think that they have a problem dealing with bigs uh, down low. They've got plenty of size and athleticism. Uh, you know, when Joel Berry the second went out with that injury, they lost some of their tenacity. And admittedly, I don't think they've played that well so far in the tournament, especially against Arkansas. They had a 17-point lead, and they coughed it up. Trailed by five late before ending the game on a very strong run. I, I think that run carries over. That was a wake-up call. And for a team that made it to the championship game last year and lost on a buzzer beater with Chris Jenkins uh, at the Horn of Villanova, think about what Clemson just went through in football. Where the, the regular season, you know, it lost to Bama the previous campaign, and there were some ups and downs, and at times it didn't look pretty. The narrow escape against Troy, the lucky win against NC State, what went down against Pittsburgh and Death Valley, I mean, at home in early November, like all three of those games you watch Clemson play, you're like, this seems like winning a national championship. But when push came to shove, the talent was there. The matchups worked in Clemson's favor, and I think that same theory in a very loose way applies with North Carolina. Uh, Pound for pound, if you're just talking about talent, I don't know that there's a better roster constructed in college basketball that's still playing right now. And I think that team knows it, and and now that they're in the Sweet 16, and okay, we win four games, we're going to win the national championship. The light is right there, kind of like right where it was for Clemson football, by the time you got to the ACC championship game uh, down in Orlando. So, I, I, you know, maybe a loosey-goosey comparison, but I think when it comes to mentality and, and talent, I think it applies. I didn't want to pick North Carolina to win it. I didn't. In fact, I struggled with North Carolina, uh, Villanova, and Purdue, of all people. Because, and, Purdue? Because it was just a matchup thing. Well, Swanigan? Oh, I love that dude. He is a he's a baller. Look at you dropping some knowledge here. I like that. Um, I really did though. I, but when you have if you have a couple of upsets, then matchups change later in the tournament, and and everything. I'm not I'm not at all comfortable thinking North Carolina is going to win. But and that was I didn't set out intending on that to happen. Yet that's what I have on the bracket. I got North Carolina winning it too. I, I certainly don't see Butler. Uh, upsetting the Tar Heels. And, and in fact, I think they're going to cover the seven-point spread. More of your calls coming up. More on the Sweet 16 coming up. And the latest on the NFL Countdown show that uh, many of you apparently watch each and every Sunday over on ESPN. Chris Berman is gone. Who will be his replacement? That news was announced about an hour ago. Give you the details on that coming up. Second hour continues after this. annual Tiger Paw Classic is coming to Bosco Bell Country Club in Pendleton in April 21st. Supporting Tanner's Totes and Clemson Marketing Student Scholarships. You can play, advertise, donate, sponsor, or all of the above. The Tiger Paw Classic, sponsored by the Clemson University Sales Certificate Program. Call Brendan at 774-573-6419 or by email at bdonnell at g.clemson.edu. Voted the Upstate's Best Piercing Studio, Purple Haze Clemson delivers a unique experience. Choose from the largest selection of body jewelry, party favors, and glassware. Decorate your living space with the coolest tapestries, incense, candles, and posters. There's nothing quite like the Purple Haze experience. Backpacks, standard, and bulletproof. Clothes, purses, detox products, and cigars. And award-winning piercing facilities and piercing professionals. Purple Haze Clemson. Tiger Boulevard next to the car wash. Or Purple Haze Clemson Facebook. It's bow time at Bojangles. Hurry in now for eight pieces of Bojangles perfectly seasoned chicken and four made-from-scratch buttermilk biscuits for only $9.99. Bojangles, it's bow time. 
Baseball coach Monty Lee straight talks video surveillance. I used to think that video surveillance was an expensive option limited to commercial systems. Not anymore. With Blue Ridge Security Solutions, you can install cameras in and outside your home at a reasonable price. View live or review later if you suspect there has been a problem. Always on the offensive, Blue Ridge Security Solutions should be your first choice for any security need. They don't call it serious security for nothing. Blue Ridge Security Solutions.com. Serious security. With Ag Pro, we make the buying process easy and affordable. Right now, get a John Deere 3025E compact tractor package with loader, frontier box, rotary cutter, and trailer for only $20,999. Plus, our John Deere E-Series compact tractors come standard with our industry-leading six-year powertrain warranty. Stop by any of our three South Carolina stores, including our newest location in Anderson, or visit agproco.com for more. Offer ends 5117. Some restrictions apply. Six-year, 2,000 hours. Whichever comes first. See the limited warranty for new John Deere turf and utility equipment at dealer for details. You're scared. You cannot pay your credit cards. You cannot pay your medical bills. Someone suggests to you debt consolidation, combining them all in one payment. Can you really afford that? Is there something else you can do? Call me and see if bankruptcy can help you. Call me, Robert King. Together, we will look for a thoughtful solution to your legal problem. Thompson & King, 300 South Tower Street in Anderson. Call 222-0200 or online at thompsonking.com. Thompson & King is a debt relief agency helping people file for bankruptcy under the bankruptcy code. <sighs> She's finally asleep. Sometimes all it takes is a few loops around the block. And with Michelin by your side, the late nights can go a little bit more smoothly. Because from March 22nd to April 16th, you can get a $70 reward card after submission with a purchase of four new Michelin passenger or light truck tires. Steve's Tire and Service Center in Easley for this great Michelin deal or call them at 859-1361. See michelinman.com backslash promo for details. The offer expires 417-2017. Void where prohibited. Ready SC, along with SMC Incorporated, is seeking qualified applicants for welders, CNC machinists, QA inspectors, laser operators, and painters. They're a full-service metal manufacturing facility for the construction, power generation, and mining industries. Qualified candidates must have a high school diploma or GED, prior experience in a warehouse or manufacturing environment, and can work independently and as part of a team. Apply online at sctechjobs.com or in person at 131 Harvester Court in Anderson. SMF Incorporated is an equal opportunity employer. What business doesn't like to save a little money where they can? Crude LED has partnered with Duke Power to do just that. Whether you need LED tube lights, $4 after rebate, LED high bay fixture, $79 after rebate, parking pole light, $99 after rebate, or 6-inch down lights, $4 after rebate, Crude LED will pass on Duke Power rebate up front to you with a verification of your business's Duke Power bill. Visit online at CruteLED.com or visit their office at 109 Interstate Boulevard in Anderson right before J. Peters on exit 19B. Just when you thought the excitement was over for another year, Sea Doo is back with its preseason sales event at 104 Halter Drive, Piedmont, right off of I-85. Pre-ordering a select 2017 Sea Doo watercraft means the fun never has to stop. And if you order right now, you get the added peace of mind of three-year coverage. It's a win-win on water fun for the whole family. Next season will be here before you know it. So hurry into Foothills Motorsports in Piedmont and choose your summer fun starting at only $52.99. Restrictions may apply. Financing subject to credit approval. See dealer for details. Midday means three great hours of sports talk. It's the Roy Philpot Show on 105.5 The Roar. He seems to know what he's talking about. And now back to Roy and Ben. You know, I hate doing one of those shows where it feels like you're just reading news the whole time. It's so boring. You ever listen to one of those sports talk shows where you just got a guy there reading headlines from websites and, you know, say, oh, here we go. We got this to tell you about. And no take, no opinion. Like, dude, we, it's not 1998 anymore, buddy. You know, uh, I, I don't like shows like that. And I hate it when even I sound like that for five and a half minutes. To me, that's boring. It makes you want to turn the dial. I don't want to do that. But I may have to do that a little bit today. It's one of those shows you've got a lot of different working parts and stuff. And some breaking news a little bit here and there. I mean, not earth-shattering news. Not... Trevor Lawrence to Clemson or coaching change or any of that kind of stuff. But I'm uh, I'm familiar with some shows like that. Yeah, and you don't like that either, right? Upper management doesn't like that. There's no way upper management could support that. You need uh you know, four or five minutes. Yeah, that's fine. Just all right, so I, I can do it quickly and yeah. just do it real you know, quick. You know, if I tell Mickey, 
I, he needs to in the morning because people wake up. Well, yeah, that's a different deal. Yeah, yeah. that's a different you know, deal. Give, give me the headlines from the night before. Yeah, but Mickey's opinionated about everything. Mickey, that, yeah. that's never been an issue for him. You can tell when someone's doing it to be informative mm-hmm. and that it's relevant versus just to fill airtime. Right. I'm not trying to fill airtime. Because we can get anybody to come in here and read websites to you for three hours. <laughs> You know, it's like when somebody's calling a game, they're narrating the game, and they're just telling you what's happening, and there's it's monotone, and they're just they're, they're narrating it. I don't like when people narrate a game. I don't like when people narrate a sports talk show. And for a second, I would tell you that's what I'm going to do for like, I don't know, 30 seconds or so. And With that being it. said, let me read this to you. Let me read this press release <laughs> verbatim from ESPN. No, Sam Ponder's taking over for uh, Chris Berman on NFL Countdown. Really? Which I think is kind of an interesting nugget. Because I never would have thought that she would be in position to go from game day to countdown, college of the NFL, sideline to this spot. Berman, of course, uh, retired, quote unquote. He's going to have kind of like this, uh, what, what is it? The, what's the word they use? Emeritus role? Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Is that what it is? Yes. Where he just kind of, he, he consults and he does like random things for ESPN. He's no longer on countdown. Sam Ponder's going to take his spot. Are you okay with that? No, she's a college girl. Really? Yeah. So you're not feeling the Sam Ponder to the NFL? I'm sure she will do well with that, but I think of her as college. Her husband plays in the NFL, right? Christian Ponder, Is your boy. Still, I guess he's still in the league. He's yeah. like a backup somewhere. He was with Minnesota for a while. Uh, hurt his shoulder here at Clemson. We will rock you. You know, that was kind of an interesting time back in 09. DeAndre McDaniel says hello. Oh, my God. What a nasty, vicious hit. Oh, that was brutal. That was absolutely brutal. You're not a fan. I, I hate losing her in college. She can do it. I, I I think she can do that. It's a more prominent role because she will be the host of that show. And that entire show has kind of changed um, changed massively in the last 18 months. Remember, Berman's gone. Tom Jackson retired. They brought in Randy Moss and uh, some others to replace Chris Carter. So it's got a different vibe to it. It's got a much younger vibe. And I think that's where broadcasting is going, whether we like it or not. I think it's going in that direction. So it's going to sound different, but I, I think it'll be okay. In a weird way, I would liken it to what they did with the pregame show for the NBA, which you probably haven't seen a ton of this year. You know, it's got Jalen Rose, Chauncey Billups, and I think her name is Michelle Beadle, mm-hmm. where they brought her in to replace Sage Steele. And I think that has worked. It's not the exact same in this scenario, but I think Ponder has a good enough personality to where she can go in there and, and captivate you for a little bit. It'll be a lot different than Berman. It'll be a lot, you know, the, the crusty old jokes and the the inside punchlines. That's all that stuff's going to be gone. It'll be different, but I think it'll be watchable. I think she'll do a good job of it. Yeah, but see, they moved Michelle Beadle from a from a cheesy show to a serious role, and I'm, I have seen that a lot. I just don't buy her in that role sam ponder to me is she's like she's in that marty smith uh mold where i couldn't ever see him sitting behind a desk well this one where where when he's on i just like to listen to him oh okay okay all right yeah I like him kind of in the field. You quote just say unquote. that because you're a Clemson homer and he is too. No, but I, I'm tr- I'm just trying to think of other like who do I kind of relate her role to? She's the female version of him to me, um, where I enjoy. Let me make just, sure I got this straight. I'm just I just want to repeat that just for clarity's purposes here for clarity purposes. Um, Sam Ponder is the female version of Marty Smith. That's what I heard from you. Maybe so. Yeah. <laughs> Sam Ponder is the female version of Marty Smith. You know what? I'm not going to watch NFL pregame anyway, so I don't really care. I just hate that. I think she does really well in the roles that they've had her in. Right. I'll think about that comment for the rest of the day. And get I do have it. I do have a kind of a man crush on Marty Smith. <laughs> so Marty Smith is to Ben Milstead as Ben Bulware is to Roy Philpot. Would that be an accurate yes. comparison? Okay. Okay. All right. And, and, and Marty does a great job. He really does a great job. Now back to your phone call. Six five four Roar. Speaking of great job, Gamecock Bill always does one here on this station, and he joins us right now. Hey, Bill. Hey, Roy. How you doing? I'm doing well, buddy. Hope you are. Are you going, uh, by the way, to the Big Apple? Will you support Carolina up there at MSG this this Friday night? Um, I'm not going to be able to go, but I am going to be there in spirit, along with Frank McGuire. Oh, yeah. Oh, Frank McGuire. That's a great name from the past. I like that. Yeah, and, well, you know, he was a New York City guy. Yep. And we had that pipeline one for a long time. Oh, yeah. All that. But anyway, 
Listen, I want to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. I had this conversation a little earlier with the previous host, but can can I take you back to football season when when everybody were, you know, they, all the SEC pundits were saying, "Oh wow, the SEC is the best." Right. And the SEC got knocked off their perch, right? I mean, I, I agree. I yeah, I mean, yes, I think so. So now that we can all say that the ACC has gotten knocked off their perch, mm-hmm. now I don't understand how anybody can say that the ACC is the best basketball conference this year. I'm not saying overall, but this right. year they proved very easily not to be even close to the best. All right, so who is the best then? Let, let, let's start well, I would have, there. I would have to try to figure it out. I don't, I don't know. And it's definitely not the SEC. It's not. Right. Although they have three teams represented there. It's, it's not. But the ACC was not what the ACC is all cracked up to be this year. Now, I don't even know where you would go to the next one to say, oh, those are the guys. But, I mean, it looks like this year, for some reason, there's a whole bunch of bottom, bottom feeders, and there's really no outstanding conference in here. But I would have to say the ACC can definitely not take claim to that anymore. Bill, a couple questions for you. Uh, first, you told me that you wanted to talk about the Sweet 16 and well, okay, no, you're not. You you made this exact same phone call an hour and a half ago, and so what exactly is your goal with this call, Bill? Is your goal to for us to say that the ACC is not as good as we all thought? If that's what you want, Bill, yes, the ACC is not as good as we all want. Next question: uh, The Sweet Sixteen. Out of the Sweet Sixteen, who do you call the Power Conference? I do want to talk about. I'm trying to get there. Okay, well, we've established it's not the ACC. Go ahead. Okay, so who do you think is the best conference left in the Sweet 16? In a weird way, as average as it was in the regular season outside of the top three, you could look at the upper echelon of the Pac-12 and say Zona, UCLA, Oregon, that those teams – all representing that league in the Sweet 16 and all those teams capable of of making a run to the Final Four, when it comes to being top-heavy, elite programs, maybe that conference is there. And and remember, too, now, we have to wait and see how this thing shakes out, like who gets eliminated in uh, the the, the Sweet 16 round and then uh, towards the Elite Eight, who gets eliminated there to get to the Final Four. So, I mean, it's an ongoing conversation. We knew the Pac-12 was top-heavy, I don't know that we expected the Pac-12 to be this good where, where SC pulls off a shocking upset against SMU and advances out of the first four and does what it did. And then, the, you know, the three elite programs are still there, still looking very strong. So I, I think the Pac-12 was a part of it. And, and the Big 12 has to have a little bit to say in it, don't it? Well, I mean, Kansas is still there. Who's still available from the Big 12 outside of Kansas? There's at least one other team. Who else? Who am I forgetting here? Yeah, you know, I can't remember. But Baylor. I Baylor. Mean, Baylor's in there. Yeah, Baylor, which I don't think is going to go anywhere. But that, that was my point all along. Is I think I said the other day that I thought the Pac-12 was probably the best basketball conference this year. Well, it depends on how you rate it. It depends on what metric you use. Top to bottom, elite teams, teams capable of winning a national championship. Right now they got three that, that uh, are still left. So we'll, we'll find out. Bill, we appreciate it. Thank you for I, the phone call. The the question stumps me, Bill. I hope you're still listening because I don't pull for a conference. <laughs> I, I, I mean, is, that not, what, is that what this comes back to? No, but I don't. I, I really, like, he asked that question, and, and in my mind I'm going, huh, never really thought about it. You know why? Because I really haven't. I really haven't. I don't, I don't, I mean, I don't. Are they going to give a conference award? Well, I don't care. I really don't care who the who the best conference is. I mean, I don't. I'm not. I mean, there's one team in the ACC left. I'm not pulling for them. I mean, I don't. I don't care. You're not pulling for them, and you picked them in your bracket. And I didn't want to. And I feel <laughs> dirty, and I've repented. <laughs> I'm going to counseling. Repent for your sins. West Virginia is also in the Big 12, too. Thank you. So three teams from the Big 12, three teams from the Pac-12. I called more Pac-12 basketball games this year than I would care to admit. In my opinion, that league from top to bottom was not as good as the ACC. What is still in play now would indicate otherwise. Yeah. So it, it, if you're looking at conferences and which one was the best and which one was overrated, 
in the regular season, I still feel like the Atlantic Coast Conference was the best college basketball conference out there. In the postseason, it has not resonated for a variety of different reasons. In the postseason, the Pac-12 and the Big 12 have been better. They've been better. Let's see which team persists. What happens if North Carolina wins a national championship as a school out of the ACC? Will that begin to change the perception of the conference when the league claims another national championship? You know, I, I don't know. I don't know. we got to see how it shakes out. For the record, I think West Virginia will survive in the Big 12 when it upsets Gonzaga later tonight. I think South Carolina is going to upset Baylor. So that'll eliminate a team in the Big 12. I told you North Carolina is going to crush Butler. I think UCLA will handle Kentucky. No idea between Wisconsin and Florida. So, I mean, I... Right now, I, I think you're going to see kind of an even distribution of leagues. Michigan, I think, will upset Oregon. That'll take out a team from the Pac-12. Kansas will beat Purdue. That'll take out a team from the Big Ten. Arizona will probably beat Xavier. That'll take out a team from the, God, what league are they in now? The Big East, I guess. Is that where Xavier is in? There's rumors going on uh, right now on Twitter that Wichita State could be headed to the American Athletic Conference in basketball. Ooh. That's kind of juicy. More on that coming up. So I, I think there's going to be an even distribution of conferences represented in the Elite Eight and then may the best team survive in advance of the Final Four. So what does that mean as far as which league was the best? Very much debatable. Uh, very much debatable. I, I still maintain I think the ACC was the best team in the regular season. The postseason, it's, it's, it's been a different story. Do you remember me telling you about a month and a half ago on the air that I felt like the ACC in basketball was getting the – was ESPN was painting that picture for the ACC in basketball like they did the SEC in football. You remember that? I do. And that I thought, well, maybe they'll get the benefit of the doubt on some things when it comes Selection Sunday because of that. I wasn't a fan of that either, by the way. I was just making an observation. So maybe that's why it bothers Bill enough to make the same call four times in 24 hours. Maybe that's why it bothers him. I hope, Bill, you can come up with some new material before Walt comes on at 3 o'clock. Um, if, because you're the only person, honestly, I know who cares about how a conference did. You're a cult hero right now on the text line. Tim from Pendleton. Amen, Ben. Does that guy there wear an SEC jersey that just called in? Your team, you've got teams in the Sweet 16 in men's basketball and, and women's basketball. The only school in America that can make that claim. No, Baylor, that is unbelievable. Baylor, Baylor's got Sweet 16 teams in there too, right? Baylor, the women and the men. Are the women still in there? Yeah, they're still in there. Right, there's still. Dang it! Yeah, there's. I think there's. I think there's two. I think there's like two more as well. I think there's there's a couple others that uh, also. Okay, have well, it. let's pretend what I just okay. said is correct. <laughs> <laughs> still, it's a major accomplishment. It is. It is. I, a, you know, so just keep keep bashing all the other conferences and whatever. Well, meanwhile, sure. meanwhile, I'll be watching your team play. <laughs> and, and we think South Carolina is going to beat Baylor. Yeah. <laughs> Ironically. Yeah. Right. That's good. Yeah. Everybody, everybody tune in about 4.15 when Bill calls Walt and makes the same call again. <laughs> a text line says he made the same call to Walt yesterday. It is what it is. We're brought to you by My Garage by Essex online at mygarage.us. Go by and see them. They specialize in preventative maintenance, engine repairs, a strong focus on scheduled maintenance, suspension works, brakes, ACs, heating, and a lot more. Go by and see our good friends Lester and My Garage. 551 Old Greenville Highway here in Clemson. You don't have to take your BMW or Mercedes or Porsche to Atlanta or Greenville or Charlotte right here in Clemson in business for more than a decade. And their combined experience of their mechanics is over 100 years. They know what they're doing. They are the experts. If you have a Clemson student on campus right now and you know the check engine light is on in their vehicle, take it by my garage by Essex. 551 Old Greenville Highway, convenient to campus, always friendly. They know what they're doing. They are the experts here in Tigertown. MyGarage.us, you can make your appointment online right there at their convenient website or call them today as well, 633-5800, 633-5800-MyGarage by Essex. Someone just asked me who I think the best uh, conference is in women's basketball <laughs> based on remaining team. <laughs> Did you tell them? It was a joke. I uh, know. It's the SEC, probably. Or maybe the ACC. I don't know. It's one of those two. They're really good. UConn in one of those conferences? <laughs> They're in the American Athletic. <laughs> All right. Case closed. A lot of people chiming in on the text line. We'll get to those texts. 96 15, 66 coming up. Our second hour continues and a lot more headed your way. Minus Gamecock Bill after this. Hey, guys. It's Quark. 
and Kelly. We want to invite you to tune in to our show every weekday from 9 a.m. to noon. Or sometimes noon to 3. Oh, and、uh, we also do 6 to 9 a.m. on occasion. We're basically on all the time. Yeah, if you turn on your radio, there's a good chance you'll hear us. The most versatile tandem in sports talk, Quack and Kelly on Out of Bounds, right here on 1055 The Roar. Coming up, Don Munson will have the Solid Orange Daily Show, presented by the Greenville Health System on the Clemson Tigers Sports Network. You don't have to be a runner to need orthopedic surgery, it can happen to anyone. Thankfully, everyone in the upstate has access to a health system that's setting the pace in orthopedic care. Yes, few hospitals in the country are making strides in joint replacement like Greenville Health System, where an amazing new procedure has knee replacement patients walking comfortably and even back at home the same day. That's a giant step in orthopedics happening right here in the upstate. Learn more at ghs.orgslash ortho. Greenville Health System, advancing health care for generations. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the show. The Clemson men's golf team will seek its fourth straight victory and fifth tournament win of the year this weekend at the Furman Invitational in Greenville, South Carolina. Clemson has already established a school record by winning each of the last three tournaments. Clemson will begin play on Friday at 1 40 p.m. on the 10th tee. The five Tigers will tee off between 1 40 and 2 20. Saturday, Clemson's tee times will range from 9 40 a.m. to 10 20 a.m., starting off of number one. And on the Final round on Sunday, there will be a 9 30 a.m. shotgun start. Now, this is Clemson's first appearance at the Furman Invitational since 2012. Larry Pinley's team has actually won the tournament each of the last three times it's played at Furman in 2010, 2011, and 2012. Clemson also won the tournament in 1983, 1992, and 1993. Mark Swigert in 92 and Ben Martin in 10 are past Clemson medalists at Furman. Clemson will have a lineup that will consist of two freshmen, two seniors, and a sophomore going into action this weekend. And we hope that you can get on out and support the Tigers in Greenville. And our report presented by the Greenville Health System, the official healthcare research partner of Clemson University. It's bow time at Bojangles. Try the new Botato Breakfast Bowl. Available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. Bojangles, it's bow time. March means two things the mayhem of college hoops and the brutal reality that your bracket will be busted. But this year is different. Twin Peaks wants you to win all turning long without wagering your dignity. Your best bet is watching the games here because at Twin Peaks, you can't lose. We've got the biggest TVs, the coldest beers, and all of our Cinderella's have their own stories. Score. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. There's never been a better time than now to buy from George Coleman Ford, where cars cost less and travelers rest. Like a 2017 Fusion SE with sync and rear view camera, $24,115 MSRP. Sales price now at George Coleman Ford for just $19,999. And remember, there are never any dealer fees at George Coleman Ford, serving you for over 85 years and four generations. For the ride of a lifetime, George Coleman Ford. With approved credit, must own 95 or newer Ford, Lincoln, or Mercury. No matter where you're going, you'll see hundreds of convenience stores along your route. What sets LocoMart in Clemson apart? Quality gasoline at awesome prices? Yes. Rewards to help you save even more money? Yes. But you'll also find a huge craft beer selection at LocoMart that you wouldn't find at a normal convenience store. There's only one stop you need to make LocoMart on Old Greenville Highway and Highway 123. Proudly locally owned and operated. Marathon. Fueling the American spirit. The Iron Yard, offering part time and full time courses in web development for people interested in launching a career in programming. Now enrolling in Greenville. For more information about learning to code, visit theironyard.com slash Greenville. The Iron Yard, take charge of your career. Middays means three great hours of sports talk on the Roy Philpot Show. You cannot have a normal life and do this job at the same time. And now, back to Roy and Ben on WCCP 1055 The Roar. Hey, remember when I said South Carolina was the only school that had men's and women's both in the Sweet 16? I was 100% accurate. With the exception of UCLA, UCLA, Oregon, and Baylor. Except for those three schools, South Carolina is the only school 
with teams in Sweet 16 in both sports. Yeah. So there, I was right, Roy. I told you. <laughs> I, mean, I except- love that logic. <laughs> I love I mean, that logic. Uh, you sound like me trying to convince my something of, or, or trying to convince myself of something in my own house, and I know that I'm wrong, and it just it never works out in my favor. It's amazing how that is. Like, well, except for that, yeah. Baylor, UCLA, Oregon, South Carolina, the four programs right now in existence with both their men's and women's basketball programs participating in the Sweet Sixteen of the NCAA tournament, otherwise known as the Big Dance. Not just one, but four. Well said, Ben Milstead. 654-7627, our phone number. 654-ROAR, if you want to talk about it. Brent Musburger talking about his betting career recently. We'll get to that coming up later in the show. Uh, We started off the program today with some Clemson baseball and how great they've been playing uh, to start this season. The series win against South Carolina. What are they, 5-1 and in the ACC? It's been impressive. Went straight from that into Sam Ponder, straight into that from Gamecock Bill. They're undefeated in the ACC, except for that loss. <laughs> except for that loss, Clemson's undefeated in the ACC. Right, right, right. <laughs> Is that how the rest of the show's going to Yes. Go? <laughs> they're 5-1, and one, which means they're undefeated, except for that loss. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Spurrier used to say, you know, stats are for losers. They don't really care about it. You can make you can make stats basically paint any picture that you want. So they're undefeated, with the exception of the one loss, right. In league play. Right. Speaking of stats, a a, uh, a reaction to this. I heard yesterday that the NCAA is considering using Ken Palm as a major matrix in picking the brackets, or Ken Palm, or some other online. But I think Ken Palm was the leader in the clubhouse there, right? How do you feel about that? I'm okay with it because the seeding, it seems like in recent years with a lot of teams, has been off. Yeah. And you always, I mean, it's an age-old debate in the eye test and in former players and coaches or administrators on the selection committee, you know, what they're looking at versus other members of the committee. And at times it feels like the mid-major programs, even the mid-major powers like Wichita State, which may not be a mid-major for much longer if it joins the American Athletic Conference. That's been rumored as we talked about in our last segment. And I think very much worthy of an of inclusion in that league. Uh, that would make the American uh, better. And, and, you know, right now you've basically got two teams, maybe three, vying for NCAA tournament appearances year in and year out. When UConn is good, they've been one, SMU and Cincinnati. Everybody else is kind of hodgepodge. So that would be good, but... Wichita State's been disrespected, it feels like, when it comes to seeding in recent years. And most people feel like outside of the committee that, you know, they, they've made a mistake. And so I think metrics are going more with the analytics with certain entities like Ken Palm or others may not be a bad idea to include in the conversation in a more prominent way. So I, I would be okay with that. I mean, you still, it comes down to a human decision, right? But to have more information and to include that, in the conversation, I don't think would be a bad thing. And, and hopefully maybe it alleviates some of these seeding issues I think they've had in recent years. I just think it's interesting that we're doing, going opposite directions in football and basketball where football used to be all about matrices and rankings and uh, computer polls and we wanted the human element and now we're going the opposite way. You know, well, no, we want human element in, in football now. Basketball. Meanwhile, we went. We're going from committee to to somebody's computer. Well, poll. I mean, it, it it is a little different, I guess. I mean, in basketball, you have more games, you have more stats, you have more data. In in football, you only have twelve regular season games and a conference championship weekend, and and that's about it. I I, I don't know. That is interesting how that works. But yeah. I, now they in. The reality of it is, I th- they use the the NCAA committee and basketball uses polls and uh, you know ma- matrices and things much more than they matrices. What what is that? Is it a ma- matrix? Metrics? Metrics. Metrics is what you're matrix, talking about. Matrix. Matrix. Right, yeah. No. You. I, I was making sure. I was, I was really close to it. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I mean, I. I mean, the, they use RPI like crazy. Right. The basketball committee, for the most part for 68 bids gets it right when it comes to the teams that should be in the field. 
when it comes to the seeding of those teams, it feels like they're not getting it right. And I think that's one of the reasons they're looking at doing this or maybe adjusting their logic. So I, I'm okay with that if Wichita State starts getting more respect and some of these other uh, teams that are put on the wrong seed line, they're like, wait a second, no, this team's better. This team isn't as good. When you look at some of the numbers, the metrics, uh, and, and so I would be okay with it. In football, I'm okay with the way that it's worked out thus far. Football, I think they give – in basketball, they do this. The brand gets the advantage when it comes to the seed. In football, the brand gets the advantage when it comes to the inclusion. See Ohio State, TCU, 2014. A meshing of all worlds, I think, would be best if they're they're more similar. But maybe right now that's not really the case. 654-7627. Don in Abbeville is up with us next. Hey, Don. Hey, how you doing? Very well. We hope you are too. Doing great. Um, the fellow that's called, is it Gamecock Bill? It is. I wonder if he's any can to Gamecock Will. <laughs> it's very similar. They sound similar at times, don't they? Yeah, but uh, has anybody bothered to ask him Who's got the best team in the state this year? Well, I think we, See, we remember like what happened. We went down there and beat them. Right. I, I, early in the season, but, uh, you know, I did I did something I've never done before in my life, and that's how I pulled for them Sunday night, but I'm, I'm sorry I did now. <laughs> <laughs> the lesser of two evils was South Carolina over Duke. Yes. But uh, anyway, did anybody try to tell him that we still got a team in ACC capable of winning? North Carolina is still available. That's right. Well, I guess if we win it, will he call and say, okay, ACC Supreme? I don't know. I don't know if he will, but there's still a possibility. (laughs) I really think they're going to do it. You know, Duke got hot at the right time. I thought even in the ACC tournament that North Carolina had the better team, but they got beat. But um, I still think North Carolina's going to win it. I think so as well. That's who I picked in my bracket. I don't know if it completely resurrects the conference from a 7-8 and eight start with just one team in the Sweet 16. Don, we appreciate the call, but certainly we add up the national championships per league. We've certainly done that in football. In basketball, we probably do it as well, but I don't think it completely negates what's occurred so far in the tournament. Just my opinion. We just pick the argument that best fits our argument. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you know, best fits the position we want to take here. So, it's all about. Everybody knows it's all about how many teams you get in the Sweet Sixteen, not about winning at all. That's what it is. <laughs> I got you. Good to know. Yeah, good to know. Six five four roar back on the Northland Communications phone lines. Brad and Seneca. Hey, Brad. Hey, man, thanks for taking my call. I you just got, got a quick question, and I'll listen to it off the air. If if South Carolina won the national championship, that would have put the last three major sport national championships mm-hmm. in the state of South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Has that ever happened before anywhere else? It hasn't happened here, obviously. Uh, we would have to go back and check. I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking Texas, Florida, there may have been a year or two where maybe – no, I mean – I. I, not not that I know of, just thinking off the top of my head. I mean, California, Texas, and Florida would be the states I would think it would be the most likely to, to happen. And, and, Brad, I, I don't know that it ever has. And wouldn't that be crazy if it happened in this tiny old state of South Carolina with 4.5 million people total? That would be cool. All right, man. Well, thank you for answering. Thank you. Thank you, Brad. I mean, just... UConn won men's and women's in the same year. Yeah, but that's... that's but not, but not Football, baseball, no. I mean, basketball and football, like some of those years, Florida State would have won it. Would Florida have won it in basketball? And then maybe somebody else would have won it in baseball, like Miami. Like I'm thinking, 99, no, Florida wasn't good in basketball then. Florida State won it in 93 in football, no. Florida won it back-to-back in basketball and back-to-back in football. But did they overlap where they won the same year? Yes, and then you would have needed a team in baseball to have won it. Like maybe it's been a while since Miami won a national championship. It was like the late 90s, I think, was the year's yeah, last it was, time. Uh, like 2005 was those Florida runs. So. And Florida wasn't very good in baseball then, I don't think. And Florida State, has Florida State ever won one under uh, Mike Martin, their head coach? Mm, I don't know. No, because no, the ACC had not. That's right. 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 So 
that would be like that that one stretch. I was thinking about that year too, of those mm-hmm. years as well, where Florida won at basketball and in football back to back. I don't think another team from Florida won it in those seasons in baseball. So it's uh, an interesting question. Not well, I mentioned this briefly on the air yesterday. Remember, it was just in casual and passing. Coastal Carolina won it in baseball. Clemson won it in football. South Carolina still has a chance to win it in basketball, and they have a chance. That would be an amazing accomplishment for the state. Now, the individual fan bases wouldn't really care much about it. <laughs> but right. for the state, it is it is kind of a source of pride if you were able to do it. Uh, very much so. We'll go back and do some research on that, too, during this upcoming break and see if we can uh, determine whether or not that that's ever, that's ever happened. I mean, Texas, just thinking Texas uh, with the Longhorns, but there hasn't been a good basketball program in that state consistently, right? I mean, Faisalim and Jamma. A&M hasn't been very good. Texas Tech under Bob Knight had a little bit of a run. They never won a national championship. UT in basketball hasn't been very good. I mean, so no. I mean, and then, and then out in, out west in California, uh, could UCLA maybe have done it when they went through that run with John Wooden and another team out west, maybe SC won it in football, and then maybe another team kind of crept up and won it in baseball then. I'm not even sure if college baseball was a thing back that long ago. Yeah, I don't know. 654-ROAR, 654-7627 is our phone number if you want to talk with us. Uh, got an update on Brent Musburger coming up in hour number three. An interesting update is he now uh, is is kind of hosting a gambling sports talk show out in Sin City after stepping away from ESPN just this past January, like less than two months ago. That was kind of crazy. Get his thoughts uh, or tell you about some of his thoughts on what's been happening here in the NCAA tournament. And uh, it sounds like, you know, if you listen to Musburger over the years, when he's called a game, it sounds like he's had a vested interest in one team or another, right? For no rhyme or reason. Like he's never been a fan of one conference or rooted for just one particular team. But if you didn't know any better, it sounded like many times that he had money on the line, did he? He just makes so many references to gambling on the air. It makes you uncomfortable But sometimes. I mean, yeah, it's that, but it's also he clearly gets more excited for one team or another. You go back and you listen to the Clemson-Georgia game in 2013, he wasn't pulling for Georgia or Clemson. He was pulling for points. It's like he had the over going into that game. <laughs> yeah, right? I mean, every single call referenced something about the number of points being scored. And he had some interesting comments about betting on a game that he called recently that I think are worth conversing about here uh, on the show. We'll get into that. Also, there's been a coaching change at Georgetown. John Thompson III is out. What does that mean? Another coaching vacancy at a perceived college basketball power. Been a lot of those, it feels like, this year. NC State, Indiana, across the board. They've been making changes left and right. Tell you more details on that. More of your phone calls coming up, 654-7627. Our third hour begins after this. Broadcasting from the WCCP studios. Powered by Blue Ridge Security. Clemson Greenville. The flagship station for Clemson Athletics. 105.5 The Roar. Protect your hard-earned wages and bank accounts from IRS levies by calling the Green Law Firm. If the IRS has contacted you regarding past due taxes, be proactive and call David Green. With over 30 years of experience, the Green Law Firm will find the right solution for your tax problem. The sooner you call, the sooner you can have the peace of mind you deserve. Call 271-7940. That's 271-7940. Or go online at greenlaw.legal. Tech Talk with Audra Smith and Brad Brownell. Hey, Brad. What's this Z-Wave I hear you talking about? That's my new secret offense. You're pulling my leg. Always. It's the technology behind all those home automation features you like so much from Blue Ridge Security Solutions. Oh, yeah. I use it to make sure my house is warm before I get home. We use it to turn on the lights so it always looks like we're home. I don't care what they call it or how they do it. They keep me happy. My family, too. BlueRidgeSecuritySolutions.com. Serious security. Just when you thought the excitement was over for another year, Sea-Doo is back with its preseason sales event at 104 Halter Drive, Piedmont, right off of I-85. Pre-ordering a select 2017 Sea-Doo watercraft means the fun never has to stop. And if you order right now, you get the added peace of mind of three-year coverage. It's a win-win on water fun for the whole family. Next season will be here before you know it. So hurry into Foothills Motorsports in Piedmont and choose your summer fun starting at only $52.99. Restrictions may apply. Finance and subject to credit approval. See dealer for details. 
What business doesn't like to save a little money where they can? Crude LED has partnered with Duke Power to do just that. Whether you need LED tube lights, $4 after rebate, LED high bay fixture, $79 after rebate, parking pole light, $99 after rebate, or six inch down lights, $4 after rebate, Crude LED will pass on Duke Power rebate up front to you with a verification of your business's Duke Power bill. Visit online at crudeled.com or visit their office at 109 Interstate Boulevard in Anderson, right before J. Peters on exit 19B. Looking to consolidate your debt into one easy monthly payment with a fixed low interest rate and no fees? If you have good to excellent credit, there's now an effortless way to refinance credit cards and other debt. We're Lightstream, the nation's premier online lender, and we have great news. Right now, there's never been an easier way to refinance debt. With no collateral required, no appraisals, no long wait times, and no fees. Just go to Lightstream and apply in minutes, and you can have funds as soon as that very day. With Lightstream, you can be confident you'll get a competitive interest rate because we back our rates with a rate beat program. Learn more at Lightstream.com. Right now, radio listeners get a special rate discount when you go to Lightstream.com and enter promo code 7777 in the upper right corner. That's Lightstream.com, promo code 7777 for a rate discount. Lightstream.com, code 7777. Subject to credit approval, conditions and limitations apply. Advertise rates, terms, and promotions are subject to change without notice. Visit Lightstream.com for important terms and conditions about Lightstream, same-day funding, and our rate beat program. Equal housing lender. Looking for delicious and innovative food in downtown Clemson? The Blue Heron Restaurant and Sushi Bar is the answer. Fresh house-cut steaks and seafood and free-range poultry are just a few of the menu items that define the Blue Heron. And specials like Two for Tuesday. Buy one roll and get the second half price. The finest steaks and fresh seafood at the Blue Heron, College Avenue, Clemson. Visit our website at blueheronfood.com.